Hey, what is going down? Am I on the air universe? Before we get started, I just want to let you know that today's podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast, providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. Apply today and become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co at podgo.co. And be sure to add, am I on the air in that section where it asks you, how'd you hear about Podgo? You heard it right here. Am I on the air? So make sure you fill that out in the application. Thanks everyone. And enjoy the show. Hi, am I on the air? Do I have everybody's attention now? Do I have everybody's attention now? Don, I got you. Don, Do I have everybody's Sunday attention night. now? You put them cameras on me, then you must be willing To get that heart touched, this a must-see feeling The news ain't good, then it must be villain So I say it's ad grounded, I don't trust these ceilings Spread across your nose, and I'm on your air Highest next on the cloud, am I in the air? Sunday night's prime time, I flex my better Voltron transform to DX Don, mega and unseen You probably think I'm nice, cause I flow like a stream To your wireless device, and the smoke full of steam any given night, I'll show up like a piece of any given slice uh, And for the latest and what is best about I Tune in and tune the rest out, Don You gotta tell them, am I in the clear? Is this thing gone? Am I on the air? On the air Well, Happy New Year, everybody, and welcome to the very first regular Am I on the Air episode of 2021. I cannot believe it. We are here. We made it. We made it past the horrible year that was 2020, and we are here in 2021 for the season 22 premiere of Am I on the Air. This is episode one. It is our season premiere. Tonight's show is titled Eagle Fang. And if you're wondering what the F is he talking about, Eagle Fang, I'm not going to spoil it for anybody. Those of you that know, will know. So yes, this is the season 22 season premiere. We're broadcasting live from the Red Dragons radio studios here in lovely Tucson, Arizona on this Monday, January the 4th. That's right, January 4th, 2021, we are here, we are live, we are ready to rock to bring you the latest and the greatest in entertainment news, television, movies, reviews, right here, Am I on the Air? Okay, I'm your humble host, Don Mega, and um, hey, once again, Happy New Year, man, I'm just so happy to be here with you guys, Um, 2020, man, crazy, crazy times, Um, most of the year, obviously tied up in this pandemic, and I thank the Lord, and I thank all of y'all, and Everybody for just getting me through that year safe, happy, healthy, um, and ready to rock in a whole new year and ready to go. Now, there's not a ton of news to get into. I'm going to be honest. I almost contemplated not even doing a show this week (laughs) because, you know, it was the end of December. We're coming off of Christmas. We're going into a new year. News is pretty damn slim, but you know what? I'm excited to deliver with you what I got, and then on top of that, you know, I got some reviews for you, and I also got some plugs that I want to talk about, because we got some lots of lots of hotness to talk about, so 
I'm going to go into the plug area here first. Number one, uh, last week's show, I told you all that we did the Wonder Woman 84 spoiler review, right? We did the Am I Still on the Air, our spinoff episode, um, focusing on Wonder Woman 84, me and Friggins. We break the movie down. We talk about what we like, what we don't like. And at this point, if you still haven't seen the movie, come on, man, what you waiting for? And if you have seen it, I hope you've listened to our spoiler review or even watched it because yes, our Am I Still in the Airs are going to a video format and it is available on our YouTube page. You can watch the spoiler review. If you don't want to watch it, that's okay. You can listen to it. It's on our podcast feed as well. So I make sure that you guys are taken care of in video and audio formats. So please check that out if you haven't already. Our Wonder Woman 1984 spoiler review, Am I Still on the Air? Now, Keeping up with the Am I Still in the Airs, um, we got together over the weekend, actually just yesterday, uh, myself, Friggins, and Peeps. It was good to have Peeps back. It's been a while. Um, But the three of us got together for our annual Am I Still on the Air tradition of bringing you our top 10 countdown. That's right. We count down our top 10 films of 2020, and we talk about our top 10 most anticipated films of 2021 you know every time it's a new year and that clock switches over it's time for us to band get the band back together and break down our top tens and our top 10 most anticipated it was an awesome episode um we had some matching movies and we had some really outskirty type of movies that i was shocked made people's list um i think all of us had some shocking film that kind of threw people off when we talked about it. And that's always the glorious thing about doing these countdowns is sometimes you hear how much a film affected somebody and you're thinking like, wow, I did not like that film at all. And then vice versa, you mention a movie and they're thinking, uh, really? <laughs> and then sometimes you agree and a lot of times you don't agree. Um, but it's always cool reflecting back and seeing what movies kind of stuck it out with you. Um, And then obviously looking into this year, this year was jam-packed because a lot of the movies from 2020 got pushed back. And uh, so not only do we have all the original 2021 films, but we have all the 2020 films that were pushed back as well that we're still holding our fingers crossed that they get released at some point this year. So it's a hell of an episode. Guys, I'm going to prep you right now. It's over two hours long. Uh, We went very long, but you know what? It's a fun listen. You can listen to it at your own, you know, time. And and if you got to come back multiple times to finish it, it's okay. Um, You know, I, I don't fault you for that. I mean, whatever floats your boat. We don't expect you to listen to two plus hours in one bunch. Um, So, you know, listen to it at your own pace. But it is a great listen because we do break down two completely different lists. So it's it's worth the shot. And I'm curious to see if uh, any of your favorites made our list as well. So that once again, that's the brand new Am I Still on the Air Top 10 films of 2020 and top 10 most anticipated of 2021. Make sure you listen to that. Uh, Like I said, we just put it up late last night. uh, And that is also available in audio and video format as well. We did do a video version that is on our YouTube page. Again, youtube.com slash am I on the air. And you can watch our uh, both of the am I still on the air as I just talked about our top 10s. And the Wonder Woman 84. And like I said, if you don't want to watch it, that's okay. That's why I put up both versions so you can listen to the audio version as well on our normal podcast feed. My last plug is earlier today I did a breakdown 
on our spinoff podcast, which is Am I on the Air? Quick Bites. So we haven't done a Quick Bite in a couple weeks, and I, I took some time earlier today to break down the future of the DC Cinematic Universe. Uh, there's a lot going on with that. We'll touch upon it later in tonight's episode, um, but if you really want to hear me break it all down, I, I, it's only about a 10-minute episode. Jump on our Am I on the Air Quick Bites um, podcast and listen to that episode, the future of the DC film. So uh, I think it'll be worth your listen if you have any kind of love for the DC world in the cinematic universe. So lots of breaking news there. And like I said, we'll touch upon some of it here tonight. Uh, But to hear the full breakdown, definitely check out the brand new episode of Am I on the Air? Quick Bites. So lots of spinoffs, man. I was uh, pumping out this morning that I couldn't believe that, you know, right now we're going to have... Just within this 24 hours, we have multiple brand new episodes for people to listen to with this episode right here, our big season 22 season premiere, um, our Am I on the Air Quick Bites episode about the DC Universe, and of course, our Am I Still on the Air Top 10 Countdown. So lots of uh, lots of time, lots of energy put into these things, and uh, I hope that you guys appreciate the new content for the new year. And um, yeah, I hope you like it And uh, I hope it's everything you expected So thanks so much for letting me plug that all As we get going here tonight Hey, I got two movie reviews for you And then two quick television things So let's jump right into it Number one, the new movie that I did get back to the theater I did go to the movies this past weekend And I finally got a chance to watch Promising Young Woman. This is a movie that has been slated to come out earlier in the year and it got pushed back a couple times because of obviously you know what. Um, but it finally hit theaters on Christmas Day. Obviously, once we got um, Wonder Woman out the way, it was time to jump into this one. So this movie, the premise is, a young woman haunted by a tragedy in her past takes revenge on the predatory men unlucky enough to cross her path. Plain and simple, I don't want to over-talk this movie um, because I just don't want to ruin anything. This movie is fantastic. I absolutely love this film. And I'm going to tell you right now, spoiler alert, uh, not for the movie, but for my top 10 countdown, this movie actually makes an entry into my top 10 movies of 2020. So this was on our, our Am I Still in the Air we did last night. And I think both the guys were shocked. Uh, didn't, a couple of them didn't even know what this movie was. <laughs> and they're like, man, it made your top 10? Um, but it did. I knew walking out of the theater that this thing had entered my top 10 Um I just love the way it played out. Carrie Mulligan is the lead in this movie, and she is phenomenal. I hope she gets some love for an Oscar, um, Golden Globe, whatever. I think she's just fantastic in this movie. And it's got a pretty good cast, man. Allison Brie is in this, Clancy Brown, Jennifer Coolidge, Laverne Cox, uh, Molly Shannon pops up, Connie Britton, Adam Brody, um, Chris Lowell from Glow. I mean, and, and there's there's other people too, man, that just that pop up and you're like, whoa, hey. <laughs> so, um, you know, long story short, man, like I said in the synopsis, she, and you can see this from the trailer, she's um, getting back at men that take advantage of women that are inebriated, you know, whether they're drunk or they're on drugs or whatever. If they can't think for themselves, and then there's a lot of douchebag dudes that try to move in on that, right? They're easy prey for the women that they want to get. And um, she's just trying to get back at all these douchebag guys. And it, it plays out differently than what I thought going into the movie. But, man, it's just so good. It, it had me intrigued from start to finish. 
Um, and it definitely takes some crazy turns throughout that I'm like, okay, I, uh, props, props to them. So I can't hype this movie enough. I absolutely loved it. Promising Young Woman, four out of five stars. It was great. It made my top ten. So definitely check this one out if you get a chance. My second movie that I watched over the weekend was actually on streaming at home, and it's the movie Bloodline. I've been waiting to see Bloodline for a while. This actually came out about a year ago um, with Sean William Scott. Uh, He plays a character named Evan. Evan values family above all else, and anyone who gets between him, his wife, and his newborn son learns the hard way. But when it comes to his violent tendencies, it seems the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Um... So I saw the trailer for this and it gave me Dexter vibes. Um, it looked like it looked like he was doing Dexter kind of things. And I was very, very intrigued to see this movie and I just never got a chance to get around to it. And then I saw it streaming on Stars right now. So I was like, cool, let's watch it. And it just didn't do it for me. Um, it's just, it's one of those weird kind of horror movies that tries to be all fancy and take things in weird ways and... It just it left me confused a lot of the times. It left me wondering, what the F am I watching? What's going on? And at the end of the day, I just I found it very hard to kind of get through and to follow. And I just didn't like it. I was very disappointed. Sean William Scott, I think, is great. I'm a big fan of his. I wish he'd do more. And I thought he was good in this, too. But overall, it's just too weird for me, man. It's just not my cup of tea. So, sorry. Bloodline would just be too... Out of five stars for me, uh, it's just, it's not that good. So, uh, we tried, we tried. So, there's your two movies, Promising Young Woman, four out of five, and Bloodline, two out of five. Switching over to the TV side, real quickly, uh, Cobra Kai season three came out, and yes, I'm already done. I binged the whole season over the weekend, and oh my god, it's still cheesetastic as ever, and awesome. I love this show, it's just so... It's so over the top cheesy, and man, I was I came up with a drinking game for this show. Uh, if you watch, you know what I mean. Uh, Any time that there's a coincidence in this show, you need to take a shot. That's that's the game. Let's go back and let's rewatch these seasons under those rules. And man, I guarantee you're drunk uh, a couple episodes in. There's a lot of things that just kind of happen. And I'm like, come on, really? Um, but man, it just goes with this show. This show's so retro. It so knows what it is. And it's so over the top cheese. And it's fantastic. This season was great. It ends on a cliffhanger. You're just like, oh my god, I can't believe I gotta wait a year to watch season four. Um, man, it's good as hell. If you like the first two seasons, you're gonna love this season. Cobra Kai, baby, season three. It's out. Watch it on Netflix. And lastly, uh, you know, on last week's show, I told you I was just getting into Shit's Creek. Um at the time of doing last week's show, I think I was just barely into season one. I am now almost done with season three at this point. So we're making our way through pretty damn well. This is a show that's become anytime uh, I have any free time right now. It's like, let me throw on an episode of Shit's Creek. This show continues to be amazing, funny, one of the best sitcoms I've ever seen, ever. It is so, so good. Everyone in it's so good, and I, I know I I hyped it up last week, and I'm, I don't want to spend a lot of time on it this week, but I just wanted to let you know that, hey, you know, from being a couple episodes in to now being done with almost three full seasons, 
It's still just as damn good, and I can't wait to continue binging this thing. So Shit's Creek, baby, big thumbs up. Once again, all six episodes, all six seasons are streaming on Netflix, so you can get in on the on the Shit's Creekness as well. So there's my reviews, guys. Uh, Promising Young Woman, once again, four out of five stars. That is in theaters right now. Bloodline, which is streaming on Stars and VOD. I only gave two out of five. Uh, Cobra Kai season three is now on Netflix, and Shit's Creek. All seasons is also on Netflix. So, whoo, there's our reviews of the week. And of course, it's time to get into our news of the week. But as always, our news is sponsored. And today's news is sponsored uh, sponsored by the NBA store. A new year brings the start of a new NBA season. So suit up with the latest gear to show your support for your team. We may be sidelined from going to the arena, but that doesn't mean that you can't watch basketball from your couch in style. We're teaming up with the NBA and Podgo to bring you guys 75% off some select items. Yes, you heard that right. Go to podgo.co forward slash NBA for up to 75% off select items from the NBA store. The NBA where amazing happens. So there you go, guys. Check that out. Once again, podgo.co forward slash NBA if you want to take advantage of that promo code. Okay, guys, let's get into our news. Like I said, we don't got much of it. So we'll rock on through. The first teaser trailer has dropped for the upcoming Superman and Lois show that is coming to the CW. Um, I wasn't a big fan of this trailer. I thought it was kind of poorly, cheaply done. And I don't know if it's because they're still filming and they don't really have much to show. This show doesn't even debut until mid to late next month in February. Um, So I appreciate them putting out a teaser, but I feel like all these teasers CW has been doing lately have been super generic and lame. So, you know, they should just hold off until they have some better stuff to show us. Um, As we know, we're getting a spinoff show of... John Cena's character Peacemaker from the Suicide Squad. It's coming to HBO Max. They're going to get ready to start filming this thing here pretty soon. A rumor came out on the internet stating that a um, censored version, trimmed down censored version, was going to be airing on the CW. Well, James Gunn has come out and said it is pure nonsense. He said if there was a censored version, each episode would be two minutes long. So (laughs) it just goes to show you. He says it is not true. It's not going to the CW. It is what it is, and it's going to be HBO Max. So very happy to hear that. Steven Soderbergh says he's in development on a uh, somewhat sequel to Contagion. Yes, remember his old movie Contagion? That's really hits home right now with this pandemic. Uh, a philosophical sequel is what he called it. So we'll see how what that turns into, but he is working on something there. CBS Studios is delaying filming on NCIS and some other shows as uh, they film in L.A. And obviously the COVID cases are surging. So um, this is actually starting to affect a lot of productions across California. Uh, It's spreading outwards. They're basically halting things for a couple extra weeks. Um, which is going to slow down the return of a lot of your favorite shows. So, unfortunately, it seemed like we were finally starting to get back to normal with our television and movies, but now it looks like things are halting again due to this damn COVID. So, um, but yeah, CBS is is halted right now. Netflix just earlier today said they're starting to halt some of their productions. Uh, NBC starting to halt some of theirs, um, like This Is Us and Brooklyn Nine Nine. So. Um, Yeah, it's getting rough, guys. It's getting rough out there. We're going to have some repeats for quite some time, probably, uh, as we kind of roll into the new year here. 
Uh, all episodes of FX's show A Teacher is now streaming exclusively on FX on Hulu, so you can check all those episodes out now. I finished that show, and I'll tell you, it was 10 episodes, and it could have stopped after episode 6. Um, I'm just, I don't want to give away any spoilers, but it really should have stopped after episode 6. The last 7, 8, 9, 10 episodes um, are just pointless, completely pointless. I really was digging the show in the early portion. And after that, like I said, once I hit episode seven, it was just downhill after that. So an unfortunate end to what started as a good show, but be the judge for yourself and check that out over on Hulu. Uh, Zack Snyder teases that we're going to get a super rad Wonder Woman action up in his Justice League, his Snyder cut. He says he can't wait for people to see what Wonder Woman does in his Snyder Cut, and boy, am I along for the ride. Now, somebody else that won't be along for any more DC stuff seems to be Ray Fisher. Ray Fisher, of course, plays Cyborg in Justice League, and he did do some reshoots, and he loves Zack Snyder, and definitely uh, can't wait for the Snyder Cut, but he, you know, has been having a lot of trouble with Warner Brothers and with a lot of the DC people like Jeff Johns, and he had a lot of beef with Joss Whedon, who came in and did the reshoots on Justice League. Well, now he seems to have a problem with DC Films president Walter Hamada, as Ray Fisher says he will not work with DC Films anymore as long as Walter Hamada is involved. Um, So, you know, he doesn't get into super specifics, um, so I'm not going to dig into this. This whole thing is just crazy to me that it's gotten as bad as it's gotten, um, because Walter Hamada really had nothing to do with those earlier projects that, that Ray Fisher was involved in. So I'm not even sure how this comes to fruition. Something must have happened on the reshoots. Um, But yeah, at this point, he says he's not going to be involved. So we heard the rumors for a while now that he was going to be in the Flash movie. But now that seems to pretty much be dead if this is going to happen. Robert Rodriguez says that Alita Battle Angel 2 could actually happen on Disney+. Plus. My fingers are crossed. Um, Battle Angel, Alita Battle Angel is one of my favorite movies of that year. Um, It was a five-star movie for me. I absolutely loved it. We actually, me and Geeky Pat, went back and saw it in theaters a couple months ago. They re-released it, and we went back to the theater to see it, and it was so good to see on the big screen again. Really, really want a sequel to this. Uh, This movie deserves a sequel, and hopefully we will get it. Please, Disney+. Plus, If we're not going to get a big theatrical one, please, Disney+, Plus, come in and give it to us, because we want it. There's a diehard fan base here for it, and we want it. We want the smoke, so please bring it. I uh, hope that comes true. Uh, Richard Donner is uh, coming back to be the director once again on Lethal Weapon 5. Lethal Weapon 5 has been a movie that's been rumored for quite some time, and um, but it looks like it's finally moving forward. Richard Donner is coming back to direct the film, and he also confirmed that it will be the final film in the series. So they are looking to wrap it up. So I'm excited, man. I love Lethal Weapons. So they're never too old for this shit for me. So they can come back and do it. Why not? Disney Plus has beat HBO Max in subscriber gains over the Christmas holiday. Um, I'm not too shocked by this, to be honest. I mean, more people are going to subscribe to a Disney Plus just period. I know a lot of people are saying it's because of Soul. Everybody's looking at it as Soul versus Wonder Woman. It's really not. I mean, you know, Disney Plus is coming off of a hot season of The Mandalorian, which has got a ton of buzz and feedback online. You know, a lot of people loving how that finale went and want to see it. Maybe they didn't 
you know, I know a lot of people waited to subscribe to the whole season was out so they could binge it. The people that didn't want to watch it week after week. So it's not just about soul. Plus Disney plus is only $6.99 a month. Whereas HBO max is $15 a month. So it's almost double the price. So not as many people are going to get HBO max plus HBO max is very adult driven for the most part. Whereas Disney plus is obviously for the whole family. So I know a lot of articles are kind of running about how Soul just outperformed Wonder Woman so much in the streaming wars. I don't really see it as apples to apples as that, you know, when you look at it. I mean, I kind of expect Disney Plus to beat it in subscriber base, but everybody seems to be happy. Disney's happy. HBO Max is happy. Let's just all be happy for it. So there you go. Uh, We have an article up talking about a spoiler of who the new Batwoman is going to fight in season two, actually in the season two premiere. So uh, I don't want to spoil it for anybody excited for the season premiere. I actually didn't even spoil it for myself for once. So I'm going to watch and be surprised as you guys are. So there you go. But if you want to know, the article's up on our Twitter page. Uh, Mark Hamill uh, calls the Mandalorian Luke Skywalker cameo the greatest gift um, that he's ever gotten, man. He just he was so, so happy with getting a chance to come back and reprise this role and do it in such a cool way. Um, He's just so over the moon and so happy that Jon Favreau and Dave Filoni thought about this and brought him in for it. So, so cool that Mark Hamill feels happy again about Luke Skywalker. Very, very excited about that. Um, the Flash begins production in the UK in April, so very excited about that. Um, it's about time, man. We've been hearing about this Flash movie forever. Uh, I just want to confirm, I know a lot of people have been frantically freaking out that The Office is no longer on Netflix. Well, hey, I just am here once again to let you know that it's on another streaming service. They just moved it over to Peacock, so... Go ahead and subscribe to Peacock. It's only five bucks a month <laughs> and you can watch The Office all you want. So it just cracks me up every time I see somebody complaining about it not being on Netflix. I'm like, it's on another service. Just get that if you really want to watch The Office that much. So there you go. Um, we have an article up talking about the new Resident Evil reboot. It is officially finished filming and we have a breakdown of everyone that's in the movie and who they're playing. So check that out if you want to. Here's some more insight on that. We have everything coming to a lot of the streaming services. What's coming and going to Netflix, HBO Max, Disney Plus, and some others uh, over the next month or so. So check out that article if you're interested. Um, I'm ready for this. Nicolas Cage, baby, get ready. It's a history of of swear words. His brand new educational series is going to be hitting Netflix on January 5th. So get ready, man. Tomorrow we can start watching the history of swear words, and I am ready for it. We also got a breakdown of all the highly anticipated 2021 releases, including Dune, Top Gun, No Time to Die, and a whole bunch more. So get ready to mark down your calendars on when your favorite film is going to hit. Check that article out as well on our social media. Faux show. Um, congratulations to Wonder Woman 1984, which remained the number one movie at the box office. Um, but it took a massive, massive drop. That's right. It slipped from last weekend, $16 million all the way down to $5.5 million in its second weekend as it hits $120 million globally. That's right. It fell 67%. In its second weekend. So that goes to show you the power of word of mouth. Because that has hit this movie very, very hard. 
Um, it's also official that the North American box office revenue plummeted 80% in 2020, while the global revenue tumbled more than 70%. And uh, the U.S. is not the biggest box office anymore based on 2020 stats. Uh, Seoul did release overseas in China where it earned $13.7 million in its second weekend, well ahead of its first weekend of only $5.5 million. So almost $26 million just in China alone. So Seoul doing very good over there. Uh, the Crudes too also doing pretty good. It plays second domestically while crossing the $100 million mark globally to finish Sunday with a worldwide total of $115 million. So congratulations to the Crudes too that I did not think would do anywhere near as good as it's done so far, uh, it, you know, at all. Uh, Wonder Woman once again has earned about $28.5 million domestically and $90 million overseas for a worldwide total of $118.5 million. So there you go there on that. Um, the big news that came out a little bit earlier today, and who knows if this is true, this is a rumor, pretty much we're going to leave it at rumor at this point, but this was a big piece of me doing the Am I on the Air quick bite that we did earlier today. So in a nutshell, um, like I said, I explore a whole bunch more on that quick bite, so please listen to that. But the rumor that came out today is that Michael Keaton, moving forward, will be the DCEU's main Batman. That's right. Um, An article came out a couple days ago talking about how there might be two Batman running simultaneously. We know we have the Robert Pattinson Batman coming out next year. And that we knew that Michael Keaton was going to have a role in the Flash movie. Well, the rumor is, because they were talking about that somebody was going to be brought in to replace Ben Affleck officially. Um, because they still need a Batman in this cinematic universe. So now they're saying that Michael Keaton's Batman will actually be that Batman to replace Ben Affleck. So it's left a lot of people very confused, wondering how is that possible? Well, from my understanding, what I would guess, if you were to ask me how do we, how do we make this work, I'm expecting it to be a Flashpoint type of thing, because we know Ben Affleck and his Batman will be in the Flash movie as well. So I think we'll start off with Ben Affleck and him working with Flash and everything that's going on. And then Flashpoint happens. And within Flashpoint, the timeline is kind of reset. And I think we're going to lose the Ben Affleck Batman into the Flashpoint problem, bringing in the Michael Keaton Batman into our world. So the multiverse will shake up and the timeline will kind of switch. And that's how we're going to get rid of Affleck and we're going to bring in Keaton to kind of be our Batman moving forward. So that's my idea of what they're going to do. Once again, this is a rumor. Michael Keaton may only be in the Flash movie and maybe they will just replace him uh, with John Hamm or something, right? And and no, no longer is he Ben Affleck. Now he's John Hamm. I don't know. We're going to have to wait and see. But this is the big rumor that dropped today is that Michael Keaton will be the DCEU's main Batman going forward. But... Once again, I just really want to stress rumor at this point. I don't think this is confirmed in any sort of way. Um, but please go listen to our Am I, Am I on the Air Quick Bites uh, episode where not only do I talk about this, but I talk about uh, the future of the film universe, working with HBO Max, more movies, this Batman situation, multiverses, different worlds. Um, check it out so you can learn some more. Check that out. It's called The Future of DC Films. And that's our latest quick bite that came out earlier today. 
Zack Snyder, speaking of Justice League, Zack Snyder reveals that there are no plans for the Justice League sequel moving forward. Who knows? I know he says that. He likes to say that. But if his uh, Snyder Cut comes out and is a massive hit, I think some discussions will be had for a sequel. But that's just me. But as of right now, that's what he says. Uh, Director Chloe Zhao reveals that she's also the writer for Marvel's Eternals. She's the director, and now they're revealing she's also the, the writer of the film as well. Speaking of Ben Affleck's Batman, Jay Olivia, um, who worked on Justice League, says that fans would have been made very proud of Ben Affleck's Batman movie. He said, man, people just don't know what they what they are missing and what they would have gotten would have been amazing. And uh, again, it just teases me because I wanted the Ben Affleck Batman movie so bad. James Gunn confirms that The Suicide Squad, which comes out later this summer, is officially rated R. So there you go. Uh, if anybody was ever wondering about this, <laughs> it is confirmed again that it is a rated R movie. We have some first look photos from the Uncharted movie, which comes out later this year. Looking forward to that. Michael C. Hall, who of course plays Dexter, one of my favorite shows ever. We told you that there's a Dexter revival working, and Michael C. Hall says he hopes that the Dexter revival will make up for the unsatisfying finale. I know it's what a lot of people are hoping for, so thank you, Michael, for coming back to do this. Robert Rodriguez has a new film that dropped on Netflix last weekend called We Can Be Heroes, which is a kiddie kind of superhero movie. My daughter really wants to see this, and we just haven't had time to watch it yet, but I guess it's already a hit because Netflix and Robert Rodriguez are working on a sequel. That's right, the We Can Be Heroes sequel is in development with Robert Rodriguez and Netflix, so congratulations there. Tiffany Haddish is set to star in a new MGM sci-fi epic called Landscape with Invisible Hand. Interesting title (laughs) And get this I know this is going to be on everybody's most anticipated list We're getting a Rubik's Cube movie That's right Rubik's Cube The movie is in development Okay I got nothing else to say (laughs) On that HBO Max has uh, has unveiled Some of their reboot Cast members and characters On their Instagram So go check that out if you would like to know More about that Netflix is touting their new show Bridgerton as its fifth largest original series premiere to date. This show does not look good to me, but um, a lot of people are jumping on board to it. Um, And there you go. Their fifth largest original series to date. And then also over the weekend, they started talking about... I started seeing some rumors that Jodie Whittaker, who was the current Doctor Who, was going to be leaving the series... Um, But BBC will not confirm or deny that report of her exit So um, there you go, man I mean, rumors at this point, BBC is not confirming or denying So we'll have to pay close attention to this one and let you know when it is confirmed But as of right now, uh, mum is the word And lastly, congratulations to another new streaming service that gave birth today That is Discovery Plus That launched today with a large library of content Curated across HDTV, TLC, Food Network, Animal Planet, Investigation Discovery, OWN, and the Discovery Channel They're saying that this thing rivals Disney Plus's catalog in terms of size 
fantastic. I love another <laughs> streaming service. I think this thing runs about five or six bucks a month. And yes, I actually just browsed it right before I started recording so I could take a look at it. And it is. It's pretty cool. It does break down literally all those different networks that I just talked about. And they all, they're a bunch of hubs. And when you go into it, then you can pretty much watch any series from any of these networks on it. Uh, if you have Verizon and you're on one of their bigger unlimited plans, you can get a whole year for free of Discovery Plus. And that's what I did. That's why I was checking it out before I started recording because I, I, w- I don't think I'd pay for Discovery Plus. But if they want to give me a year for free, I will definitely check it out. You know, uh, d- Sometimes I like those house flipping things and especially Food Network. So um, yeah, why not? So there you go. Discovery Plus launched today. It is available on the Fire Stick and also on the Google TV, so that's where I downloaded it at. Uh, I'm not. I'm sure you can obviously do it through the website and different apps as of right now too, um, but that's how I did it to watch on the television. So, okay, guys. Well, that's it. We kept it right around that 30 minute mark, just like I thought, as we got you caught up to the latest and the greatest. In this entertainment news sphere. So thank you for joining us for the season 22 season premiere. Our first normal episode of Am I on the Air of 2021. Um, Because we did do the Am I Still on the Air yesterday. So that was the first episode of 2021. But this is the first episode of just the straight original. The original Am I on the Air. So thank you for joining us. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you all had a safe and happy New Year's. And we're ready to rock into 2021. So let's do some uh, plugs and we'll get on out of here. Our official webpage is amiontheair.com as always. And make sure you uh, like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash amiontheair. Follow us on Twitter at amiontheair. You can follow me on Twitter at dxdonmega. Make sure you follow me on Stardust. I will follow you back. Download Stardust and watch my 30-second uh, mini video reviews on television, movies, trailers. Uh, Stardust is pretty badass, so check it out. If you like this show, there's no reason you wouldn't like that app. Um, of course, you can subscribe to us on Apple Podcast. If Apple Podcast ain't your thing, don't you worry. We're on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Stitcher, TuneIn, uh, Podchaser, we're available on Google Podcast as well. We're on pretty much every platform. Don't forget to subscribe to our secondary spinoff podcast, which is Am I on the Air? Quick Bites. That is its own podcast feed, so you won't find it here. Make sure you subscribe to that podcast feed so you never miss it as well. That's available as well on Apple Podcast, Spotify, Google Podcast, and more. So definitely follow along on that one. Don't forget to subscribe to us on YouTube because YouTube is where you can watch the video versions of our brand new Am I Still on the Airs, our top 10 countdown of 2020, most anticipated of 2021, and of course our Wonder Woman 84 spoiler review. So go to uh, YouTube.com slash Am I on the Air and check that out. Um, Of course, there's links to all of this on our main website. Like I said, again, amiontheair.com. You can get links to everything. Follow us on Instagram. And a big shout out to our great affiliates at reddragonsradio.com. Follow on Twitter at reddragonsradio. My name is Don Mega. I am so glad you've joined me today on this Monday, January the 4th, to get caught up in everything in the entertainment world. Have a great week, everybody. We'll be back next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. And until next time, y'all. Peace. Bye, everybody.